Hi there. Hey, my name is Chris Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode number 413 of the WCHL podcast. On the other end of the telephone line is my partner in crime, my favorite friend in almost all of the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, are you there? I am here in full force. Full force. Say hello to the masses, the 11 people that are listening. Oh, no, we got it up to 13 the other day, so hello, all 13 listeners. Look at you. See, that's why you're here, because you got to keep me in line. You, you're, that's you're, right. You're good with all that quick math. That's right, quick math. <laughs> the, uh, my, I can tell you my daughter has been doing some advertising for us in the podcast. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We were headed home on Saturday, I believe it was, and we were. I was messing around, and I pulled up the podcast, and I had it playing in the car to irritate my wife. <laughs> and my daughter immediately recognized it was you and uh, and start scream start screaming Mr. S Mr. S is on the radio <laughs> and then she and then she hears me kick in and, and then she starts screaming dad you're famous dad you're famous <laughs> so as we're as we're driving through the neighborhood with all the people outside with a nice afternoon she's got the window down screaming out the window that her dad is famous and everybody needs to listen to his podcast <laughs> oh my goodness so so there we are we are uh we are famous for our podcast according to my daughter well let's get after some famous more famous uh famousosity with this podcast hold on for a yeah. second let's hear some crunchy guitar and we can make andrew's daughter happier by being even famouser hold on <laughs> Andrew, you're going to have to remind me, what the heck does Mr. S stand for? I don't even remember myself. <laughs> I think it was Mr. Smiley or something like that. Something like that, yeah, I think so. Or yeah. Mr. Sour, she I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she knows you well, right? The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't remember how she came up with the Mr. S, but yeah. We're famous, That's though. True. I like it. We're famous. We're famous, according to her. Well, good good for yeah. her. Well, hopefully she's not looking forward to uh, getting a whole lot of payment for being our chief advertising executive here on the uh, WCHL yeah. podcast. And all and we got was just one gigantic, continuous eye roll from my wife in the car That's as the podcast was rolling. So, you know, <laughs> we've, we've, we've got that going for us. Well, that means we've got 14 listeners now then, because <laughs> that's yeah. what the other 13 right. do. They yeah. just roll their eyes whenever they hear this garbage get yeah. going. Jeez. Yeah. Well, hey, Andrew, we had a, a busy week of WCHL hockey that we've got to talk about. Um, apologize that we're a little bit late for this, but um, I had to be out of town. And so we did not, uh, we weren't able to get going at our normal time. Uh, the immigration court uh, down in Dallas needed to uh, talk to us. And uh, so yeah. they, they took priority. In the, the podcast, yeah, yeah. they they know nothing about the uh, the WCHL podcast, so I can I can confirm that yeah, they, for you. Yeah, they they probably don't care, right? They uh, don't know, don't care, and I didn't want to bring it up either. Yeah, yeah, you know it is what it is. Life life gets in the way sometimes, right? Life gets in the way. So there we go. The uh, last week, the Oklahomas were out at the Arizonas, and we had Missouri State traveling up to Colorado. Um, let's start there uh, because. Uh, all seven teams were supposed to be in action last week, but one of the teams ended up unexpectedly having a day off, and that was uh, Colorado because Mo State was supposed to be at Colorado on Thursday night, but they ran into some issues traveling, and uh, their bus uh, broke down. Uh, Missouri State's bus did um, when 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 it it broke down about thirty miles outside of Springfield, it blew their trans, blew its transmission, and so uh, we had a flurry of late night phone calls, trying to figure out when the uh, a replacement bus could get to uh, Springfield, and could get the guys picked up, so the, you know uh, maybe we could still get the game in on Thursday night, and uh, turns out that that replacement bus also had issues. Uh, had starter had, had an issue. I, I think if I remember right, it had to replace a starter. So it didn't get to uh, Springfield in time to uh, pick up the team, pick up Missouri State in order to get them to Colorado 
to Boulder in order to play on uh, Thursday night at 8.30. And uh, so that game was, uh, was postponed. It was postponed origi- uh, uh, um, officially uh, at first, and then we had to just cancel it. We thought we were going to be able to get it in on Sunday. Missouri State was uh, able to... They were going to, yeah, they were going to uh, massage their schedule a little bit so they can play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah. And Colorado was kind enough. The good folks there at the Boulder Rec Center uh, found some ice for us. But um, unfortunately, um, uh, the, the, the Colorado team, you know, those guys, they, they had kind of planned on only being there for Thursday, and then they had made plans for the weekend. And so they... Uh, it finally came back that they weren't going to be able to field the team on if we played a game on Sunday. So Missouri State and Colorado are done for the season in terms of playing one another, and uh, we're just going to have to call it a – they weren't going to play a third game. And uh, so we're just going to have to live with the results from when Colorado went to Missouri State earlier this year when they yeah. split the split yeah. that series. Luckily, uh, luckily the bus broke down close to Springfield, right? So uh, didn't strain the skip. It's out in the middle of uh, middle of nowhere. And they were able to get back home. Yeah. Yeah. They, so supposedly, and this is again, I wasn't on the bus. I'm just getting this information, uh, you know, secondhand from from the coach. But um, they had to do like it blew the transmission. So when the bus turned around uh, to head back to Springfield, uh, again they were like 30 miles out. <laughs> they yeah. were going about uh, less than 10 miles an hour all the way back. <laughs> So awful. here it is, twelve thirty at night. They already blow the transmission, and and then they uh, they have to limp back to uh, Springfield, and then they're told, you know, the replacement bus is supposed to be there at, at eight in the morning to pick them up. And we had made plans. Going. Oh yeah, we had made plans where they can drive straight on through. Um, you know, they're going to gain an hour with the time zone change. And uh, next thing I know, I get a phone call early in the morning on uh, Thursday morning that basically said, hey, you know, the boys were at the, the Missouri State boys were at the rink at 7.30, ready for an 8 o'clock departure, and then they got a phone call from the bus company and said, hey, that bus won't even be there till around 10, maybe 11. So, yeah. like, whoops. Yeah, you kind of you kind of scared me Thursday morning when you called me and <laughs> asked if the OU boys had made it out to Arizona yet, and I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I had, I had talked to them, but I hadn't, I hadn't confirmed that, and I was like, why? What's going on? <laughs> I thought you knew something. Yeah. So well, I knew yeah, something. Well, I knew I knew they rented from the same bus company. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it happens, though, right? The, the yep. mechanical bug gets everybody every now and then. It gets everybody. Um, it gets everybody. We and, yeah, we can we can talk about getting stranded in fun places. Um, in fact, I was in a I was in one of those places earlier today. I remember that. So, uh, anyways, Colorado wins the weekend because they have no games. So, congratulations yeah. to the Buffs. I hope that since you didn't play a game, you went to the library instead. I bet they did. I have my doubts. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> on so let's just stay in Colorado. Let's not do it by day here for these guys because most state they did make it eventually up to um, the uh, up to Fort Collins and they played uh, Colorado State on Friday and Saturday. They ended up splitting the weekend. Um, uh, Missouri State won the game on Friday night, four to nothing, up there at Epic. And then they turned around and they, uh, Colorado State, won the game on Saturday, two to one in a shootout, uh, in a in kind of a fun little shootout too. Yeah, they, uh, you know, on uh, Friday there, it was kind of a close little game, the four nothing. I don't think really uh, kind of depicts what the game was because it was a scoreless first period. And then it was just one nothing, Missouri State after the second period, yep. and then uh, they came out and finished strong to make it four nothing. But yeah, just glancing through it, if you see four nothing, you're like, oh, that's a that was a blowout game. But it wasn't. Then you really then you yeah when you look at the details, you're like, oh, that was actually a really close game. The score is not uh, derivative of what happened. Yeah, it was a good game to watch, and it seemed like. Uh... Yeah, again, the third period, you know, Colorado State is riding Joe Morgan as their goaltender. Um, yes. That's in, in, you know, as they should, because he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a top, one of the top goaltenders in the, uh, in the conference. But uh, I, don't, I don't know if he just got tired or, or what, but yeah, the uh, one to nothing all of a sudden becomes four to nothing in about the span of nine minutes in the third period. Yeah, sometimes it's the guys in front of you, you got to get some help out, right? Well, yeah. sure, 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 yep. 
Yeah, but no, he can. He is he is most definitely able to steal a game when he wants to. But that's uh, if he gets enough help out front of him there. And when it comes down to it, Colorado State's got to score some goals here. That's the truth. And they did the next night. They jumped out to a, a one to nothing lead, and it was Missouri State that had to tie it up late in the game to send it to uh, overtime in a shootout. You have the score sheet there, don't you? The uh, I do. So it was two one uh, Colorado State. How about so? How about this? The thing that sticks out to me on Saturday. Yep. Colorado State had fifty shots on goal. Ooh. Missouri State. Missouri State had nineteen total. Oh my gosh. And then and then just an, it looks like I don't, I don't know what happened because I didn't get to see the game. But if you look at the score sheet, it looks like there's an absolute melee in the overtime period. Several uh, several face mask penalties. Um, like you expect it to be no penalties, no nothing really in overtime, right? Especially stuff like that. But there is fighting, face mask, all kinds of all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, holy smokes! Like what? What did you guys do in overtime there? Yeah. yeah. But but Colorado State they they pulled it out two to one. How about that? Pulled it out two to one. It was uh, kind of dramatic, and um, uh, you know it was. Uh, it was, it was a good little game to watch. Um, uh, you know, ColoradoSports.tv, uh, they broadcast the, all the games there for, for CSU. And uh, their broadcaster might leave uh, a little something to be desired because he's, you know, he's, he, he does all sorts of things. He does bowling and, you know, race car drive or uh, drive, race car. What do you call it? Race car. It's not NASCAR, but it's, you know, local races, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like like dirt track and little yeah. local. Yeah, I mean, racing, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. He's, he's, a good, he's a good guy, but, you know, hockey is definitely not, uh, uh, doesn't come to him easily. And, yeah. Um, but, boy, they, they put on a good little broadcast, and it was, uh, was yeah, it was fun to watch. And um, so, yeah, it was good to see. Uh, the shootout was kind of interesting. I remember um, the second shooter for Colorado State was Josh Bell. I, I mean, the second shooter for Missouri State was Josh Bell, number 16. And um, uh, Joe Morgan, he, he kind of does this, um, especially if you watch the games. On the second shooter, um, he doesn't wait for the guy to come out. He just kind of uh, uh, comes out and poke checks the the stick away. You know, he he, he comes out a little yeah. bit. He, he's a lot a lot more aggressive on the second shooter than he is for the first shooter. And yeah. uh, he puck, uh, uh, knocked the poke check the puck away from Josh Bell, and Josh was trying to get to the uh, get to the puck before it, you know, or he lost his momentum going forward. So maybe he yeah. can get a shot off because the net was wide open by then. But uh, uh, he got surprised and. Sure enough, Colorado State pulls it off. Yeah. So good for CSU. Yeah, good for them because yeah, Josh Bell coming down, he definitely knows where the back of the net is at. And, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, for Joe Morgan to to steal one from him, uh, kudos to him. Yeah, and hey, kudos to the folks at CSU because I was watching that game and I was fully expecting to have to go into the uh, computer system and add in all the shootout details in terms of uh, shooter Man. and whether it was a make or a miss and. Uh, and they knocked it out for you. They'd already knocked it out for me in years in 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 games previous. They hadn't. They just added that fourth goal or that that winning goal as an extra goal in regulation, and they hadn't noted that it was overtime or shootout. So, uh, yeah. Maybe. So kudos to them for Maybe. figuring out the point streak system. Since our uh, since there's an opening for top score in the WCHL right now, maybe uh, Colorado State takes that nod. Yeah. Hey. Maybe so. Maybe so. How about the, yeah? How yeah. about that? Since the since there is an opening right now for best score in the league, maybe it go maybe it goes to CSU. <laughs> uh, all right, well, so that's Missouri State at Colorado. They uh, were supposed to play three games, ended up with two, and they ended up splitting them. Uh, they went one zero oh, and one, I guess, officially on the weekend, and CSU goes zero um, oh, one and one officially on the weekend. Uh, since that shootout will go down when the computer is a tie. Yeah, season a tie. Yep, and Colorado and and uh, Missouri State will both just lose a conference game. It's not a forfeit. It's not a. It's just a postponement. I mean, stuff happens, right? It's when the bus breaks yeah. down, it's not anybody's fault. So, yeah, can uh, can only control the things you can control, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. So the Oklahomas um, went out to the desert, and uh, Oklahoma on Thursday night was at Arizona State. UCO on Thursday night was down in Tucson at uh, Arizona. 
Um, I know, Andrew, you want to talk about the Oklahoma game, so let's get the UCO and Arizona <laughs> game out of the way. Um, that was a 5-4 to four Arizona win, and that was a, a hotly contested game. I mean, those are the two teams, or they were the two teams that were basically, uh, uh, well, what, Central has won the past has won three of the past four uh, conference championships before Arizona took last year. Yep. So, I mean, these are, you know, th- in theory, the two top dogs for the Western Collegiate League, and they were neck and neck. And they've got a little bit of history between them, a little bit of, you know, they. I'd say it's fair to say those two teams don't like one another. That's, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, it's amplified a little bit. But number 11, Bailey Marshall at Arizona. He started, he played his first year at Central Oklahoma before transferring to Arizona. And um, so he's got some friends on the UCO team. He's also got some guys, I, I'm sure, that are not necessarily friends. And yeah, um, that probably don't care for him too much. Yeah. And so that was a, that was a tight game. 5-4 was the final score. It was actually that the winning goal, if you'll get a kick out of this, was actually an empty netter. Because um, it was a three to three game, you see, uh, uh, going in. I think it was a three to three game late. Arizona scores yeah. to make it four to three, and then uh, UCO pulls the goaltender to um, uh, try to even it up. And instead, Arizona gets a, a long distance empty net goal to make it five, five to three. three. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, UCO off the draw wins the face off and uh, gets it down into their offensive zone. They pull the goaltender again, and they get a, a late goal to make it five to four and um uh, you know they had a chance they had a chance to uh to uh kind of tie the game up but arizona um arizona was able to kick the puck out into the neutral zone and by then the game was over so uh yeah there how about so we have a growing trend here you know the first couple weeks we were talking about this arizona was quite quite stingy on the power play yeah or on the penalty kill i'm i mean then they gave up another power play goal to UCO on Thursday night. They were, you know, they were they were stingy at the beginning of the season, and now uh, now we're two weeks in a row here. We're talking about them giving <laughs> giving up a power play goal. So I'll call it yeah. the I'll call it the Andrew Jinx. You jinxed them. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't yeah. have brought it up. That's, yeah, that's all I need, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. That's funny. I think it's funny. Every time I see that, I laugh now, knowing that Coach Berman called and corrected us, that he knew exactly when that first power play or goal they gave up was and who it was to. I thought that was yep. I thought that was pretty solid, so I laugh every time I see that now. Yeah, I'm sure he's not laughing. He's, no, I'm sure he's not either. He's, he's probably going to punch you in the face next time he sees you. That's so, all right. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> well, and those, uh, those teams, they, they were um, – they were they were not happy to see one another, and they're uh, I think they're two you know highly skilled teams, but um, they're just uh, there was a lot of just a lot of uh, 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 angst, let's say, between the two teams there. So I'm sure they're uh, happy to not see one another again, and until nationals. Yeah, and all the, all the while the rest of us would like to see a couple more games, right? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's see some more of this. Uh, yeah. See some more of this bile and vinegar. Yeah, so. I mean, we have some. There's, there's, there, I mean, all these games so far this season have been really good games. Even going back, uh, what was it, two weeks ago when the Oklahomas were in Colorado and good games there. So I mean, it doesn't disappoint week in and week out. Right? That's why we're the. I, I like. That's why we're the toughest yeah. conference in the ACHA. Yeah, come yeah. on, Andrew. I like, I like what I like what we've put together so far this year. There's been a lot of good games. Yep. Well, your Oklahoma Sooners were up in Tempe on Thursday night, and they squeaked out of Oceanside with a three-to-one victory. Uh, Play Boomer Sooner for us, real quick. I don't have it. Sorry. Yeah, you do. Sorry, <laughs> don't have it. Don't have it. So, the uh, uh, you know what? The only thing that I do have for uh, for for that would be. Um, something like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's not that's not Boomer Sooner. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Got my bu- got the buttons mixed up there. <laughs> Whoops. So, uh, what what did anything in- of interest come out there from the three to one game? I saw it. I watched a little <laughs> bit of it. It was uh, seemed very workmanlike there by o- Oklahoma. Not a whole lot of superstars it, scoring. They just went it, out and it went was. to work. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's uh, that's what you're going to see out of those guys. 
this season. It's just they bring their lunch pail to the rink with them. I was, I was, I was honestly, I was surprised. Um, I don't know how many people know, but OU's head coach was suspended for this game. So it was the assistant or the associate head coach, Austin Miller, behind the bench, and, and we all kind of, I don't know, laughing, kind of, kind of poking him a little bit, and and ribbing him a little bit. But you know what? He uh, they go in there and get it done. Let's so just let's just clarify really quick. He was suspended by the ACHA, not by the Western Collegiate League. <laughs> I do not want anybody out there to think that I, as the commissioner, suspended the Oklahoma coach. There's already a perception out there that I do everything I possibly can to negatively affect Oklahoma, and that's not the case. Um, if anybody wants the true details, hit me up. I'll give them to you. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, so, it was all Perry's fault. All Perry's <laughs> fault. That's all I can say. I had, I had nothing to do with that. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Austin, Austin Miller gets a first uh, gets a W under his uh, yeah. reign as um, as as head coach uh, for a day in head Oklahoma. For the day. Yeah, Oklahoma pulls off a three to one win uh, there at the Ocean. So, uh, but I, but I would agree with you. I watched. I watched ninety five percent of the game, and uh, and I would agree with you. Very very workmanlike game. They uh, didn't think there's a whole lot of room out there, and uh, I thought overall, I thought it was a I thought it was well very well played game by by both sides. Yeah, two evenly matched teams, two two teams yeah. that are kind of mirror images of one another. Yeah, very yeah, very very tough competition, and and uh, it could have very easily gone the other direction here. You know, it could have gone three one ASU very easily. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right, so on Thursday, that was uh, Oklahoma wins at, at Arizona State. Arizona wins at U, uh, against UCO at home. Both uh, Oklahoma teams switched partners on Friday, Saturday. So Oklahoma heads down to the Dirty Tee for some afternoon games on Friday and Saturday, and UCO heads up to uh, Tempe uh, for some night games there at Oceanside. Um, Andrew, let's, I'm, I'm just going to say I enjoyed afternoon hockey. I know that there was, I know yes. that Arizona probably did not enjoy afternoon hockey because there weren't a whole lot of butts in the seats. But, yeah, I don't think either team enjoyed the afternoon hockey, but I, I enjoyed being there, uh, not I, being there, but being at work and being able to watch the game, uh, during the day. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. We did a, I put together a little, uh, little watch party at the, at the rink where OU plays and. You know, it was me, myself, and I, and we had a great time watching the game. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. so on uh, Friday afternoon, um, in front of uh, a, a meager few there in Tucson, that was a 3-1 to one Arizona win over Oklahoma. And then on Saturday afternoon, Oklahoma returned the favor with a 3-2 to two victory over Arizona. Um, again, that was another afternoon affair. And remember though, Arizona is up against it. They share a building with the Tucson Roadrunners of the American Hockey League, the, um, farm team for the Phoenix Coyotes. And so, uh, when the Coyote, when the, when the Roadrunners are there playing at night on the same day that Arizona is, Arizona gets, uh, the short end of that stick. They have to play their games in the afternoon. So, uh, yeah, I know there's, I know there's quite a few, like the AHL has a mandate that nothing can be on the ice three hours uh, before a game. So and I think the USHL has that. I know that some of the higher leagues have those rules where you can, you can do stuff on the ice. You just have to, all the events have to be finished uh, three hours prior to the game. Huh. That way the, the ice crews can get out there and manicure the ice and make sure it's all ready and for the big boys to get out there and go after it. Well, the big boys, who knows how they did. Um, yeah. But our big boys um, went after it, and uh, they split the series there. So that was uh, that was interesting. Um, so Oklahoma takes uh, a 3-2 to two victory on Saturday uh, on the heels of a 3-1 to one loss to Arizona. So Arizona ends up um, going 2-1 and one on the weekend with uh, wins over UCO on Thursday, win over Oklahoma on Friday, and a loss, a close loss yep. on Saturday. Um, I Again, I just thought this was, um, you know, Arizona just plugging away. You know, uh, they, they were kind of up against it. Both teams were up against it because they played, what, less than 12 hours uh, earlier yeah, that, the night yeah, before. That, 
Yeah, that Saturday, and you could tell Saturday's game it was it was a little sluggish, a little bit, just because you tell the the boys were tired from having such a quick turnaround. Yep, yep, and then. Uh... You know, there was a little bit of fireworks on the, in the Friday night or the Friday afternoon contest. I think if, if there, <laughs> yeah, was, there was, yeah, um, Isaac Basse from Oklahoma in, who was it, uh, uh, 18 Stallhuth, is uh, it? Stallhuth, yep. From uh, Arizona, they both got uh, fighting penalties and were disqualified for, uh, for, for from the Saturday game. It, it yep. looked like it was, you know, a deal where, um, it, it was a collision at the net and, you know, the Arizona guys were taking uh, umbrage with some of the Oklahoma guys, you know, that uh, they perceived yeah, to have run a, into their goalie. And I, I think yeah, this, it, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a bad hit by, it was a bad hit by Pard. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll call that one. Oh, that's right. It that's was, what, that's what it was. Yeah. And he, so he yeah, got the that, initial penalty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got, he got the, I, I think they called it checking from behind, but yep. yeah, he, he got his, he got his guy from behind in the end boards there and, you know, the ref had the call, and then, uh, yeah, Stallhuth came flying in and gave just a gigantic cross-check. And I think he was – I think he got Lazarick with the cross-check, if I'm not mistaken. And then everybody just kind of piled up there behind the net. and Bossy, Bossy pulled him out, and, and they they kind of went at it for a minute, and everybody got escorted out. Yeah, that was not what we'd like to see. Um, but, yeah, that's I, – I'd totally forgotten – my mind is just in a fog, so I apologize, Andrew. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Pard that got the big major for uh, coming in there. Yeah, yeah, he got. And it was a bad hit. I mean, you could you could tell no, it was a bad no, hit. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now that you said it, I, I remember it now. And uh, I just remember thinking, you know, poor Olnick. Um, he, he's trying to get after Pard, and they're pawing at one another. And there's there's a linesman between the two of them. And finally, yeah. the linesman just says, fine, you guys want to go, go. And yeah, he steps out of the way. He steps out of the way, and all of a sudden, Bossy starts feeding the kid um, yeah. some fists. And, uh, and, it, and it looked like that from a couple of years ago when the there was a, an NBA coach that was trying to hang keep a guy from going on, out onto the NBA court from fighting, and he was hanging onto his leg to keep him from going out yeah. onto the court. Yeah, Jody. Yeah. And that's kind of what it looked like. And I, uh, you know, yeah. and, so, oh, well. And you know. And I don't think you want, uh, you know, Bossy. He's he's a pretty good sized kid, so I don't know if he's the one you want uh, grabbing you and throwing you around behind the net. You know, well, he's, he's, I, he's a big kid. Either way, they both uh, they 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 took themselves out of the game on uh, on on Saturday. So I'm sure that I'm sure they're all glad that that series is over with. Um, yeah. The, since the Oklahomas and the Arizonas won't meet up again uh, unless it comes to uh, uh, nationals. So. And I'm sure that uh, Oklahoma didn't have a problem getting out of uh, town a little bit earlier with playing an afternoon game. Yeah, no, I think they enjoyed the Saturday afternoon game, getting out of there nice and early. Yeah. yeah. Up in uh, Tempe, UCO was at Arizona State, and um, I'm sure they didn't enjoy either one of those games. Um, that was a 5-4 to four shootout victory for Arizona State on Friday night and a 4-2 to two victory in regulation for Arizona State on Saturday night. Um, I just remember, uh, again, forgive me, Andrew, my mind's in a fog, but uh, I, if, if my memory serves right, it looked like for all intents and purposes it was going to be a 4-3 to three victory for ASU going uh, into uh, on Friday night. And uh, UCO pulls the goaltender, and they scored the tying goal with about 40 seconds left to go in the game. Yeah, yeah quick. Yeah, back and forth, and yeah, tied it up, tied it up late there. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of shots in a lot of shots in this game. Forty eight for Arizona State and forty nine for UCO. Yeah, so, yeah, and two and two really done. good, two really good. Just like down at Oklahoma and Arizona, you know that was uh, Phil Babb and against Anthony Churro. Yeah, goaltender uh, battles. Yeah, you know, on Friday, and it was Babb versus uh, Nolan Bivolchik on Saturday. Um. Up in uh, for the UCO Arizona State, it was Alex Henry in net for uh, UCO, and it was Bronson Moore in net for Arizona State both nights. And um, yeah, both guys, you know, both Moore and Henry saw an awful lot of the puck. Yeah, I tell you what, there's definitely not a lack of talent in the goaltender department in the Western Collegiate League, is there? No, no. They uh, we we got them. We got goaltenders stacked on top of each other in the league here. Arizona State um, uh, did did. Uh, they they won the shootout. If my uh, memory serves, 
and I'm I'm going to have to – you have the score sheet there. Who scored for, for Arizona State? I wanted to say it was number 19, Lackey. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Studioso. There we go. Studioso. I should remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's – yeah, I think it's Studioso that scored it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Studioso, if, if um, any of you listen to the um, uh, podcast that we had um, uh, with Bronson Moore or with um, Austin Palumbo uh, that we did here throughout the week, uh, it was brought up both times at Studioso. He's got him, Brendan Studioso has himself a nice little scoring streak going there for Arizona State. It's a couple of like 10 games in a row by now. So he's keeping that going. The uh, how about that? All right. So, what do you got for us on uh, any 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 other nuggets of information uh, for for UCO at Arizona State, other than the fact that um, Arizona State won both the games in um, kind of convincing fashion, especially on Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say they they kind of flexed their muscle a little bit on Saturday and 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 bit them four to two. Yeah. Yeah, so I, wasn't it was wasn't even close. I think it was I think it was three one, and then they then they went four three two, and then four two on them. So yeah, they never they never gave UCO a sniff um, to get into it on Saturday. UCO ends up but, going o uh, two and one on the weekend, and uh, Arizona State goes uh, I guess one one and one on the weekend with a uh, a win. A uh, a, lo- a win over uh, UCO on Saturday, a loss to Oklahoma, and then a tie in the eyes of the computer. Even though it's a win on in our for for our purposes, so uh, yeah, kind of kind of of a wild weekend. One that definitely had a big impact on the Western Collegiate League standings. And um, do you have anything else to uh, to offer about the games before we go talking about the standings, there, Andrew? I say let's move off into the standings. All right, well, hold on really quick. I've got to hit a button because I want to hear the Caddyshack horn. You know, we got this new toy. We got to play with it some more, Andrew. So, I know. you got If you've got it, you might as well use it, right? Gotta, yeah, well, flaunt it if you got it is what I always say. <laughs> That's right. All right, so, hey, we have uh, these games definitely had a big impact on the WCHL standings. Arizona is in first place in the WCHL. They remember we're going by points percentage or win percent. I'm just going to call it win percentage, but it's basically the number of league points earned divided by the league points possible that you could have earned. So Arizona State has get that. Yep, go ahead. I was going to say, make sure you get that right. So uh, no broadcasters calling and questioning about it. (laughs) (laughs) I I have both of those OU guys just beating me up on Twitter. OU Johnny and Matt Bowling. I like it. All right, Arizona is in first place of the Western Collegiate League right now. They played 11 games. They have a 72% win percentage. Oklahoma is in second place. Andrew, calm down. Calm down. Put your pom-poms away. Um, Hit the boomers. Cue up the boomers sooner for us. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to have to do that next time. It's going to be something terrible. Um, Oklahoma's in second place. They have a 63% uh, win percentage. Arizona State is in third place with a, a point with a 60.6 win percentage. They've played one more game than Oklahoma and have earned one more point, but because of that extra game, they're in third place. Um, Central Oklahoma is in fourth place with a 48% win percentage. Then it comes Missouri State in fifth at 38%, Colorado State in sixth, with 33% in Colorado is rounding out the bottom there with uh, they're in last place with a 16% win percentage. So Arizona, I think it's fair to say, Andrew, that had Arizona won the game on Saturday against Oklahoma, they would have lock on it. They would have put some major league distance between themselves and the rest of the pack. But, but now with them dropping that game and dropping it in regulation, um, I think they've given uh, both Oklahoma and Arizona State, and even to a, to a lesser degree, uh, Central Oklahoma and Missouri State, a a fighting chance at uh, catching them this season. Yeah, yeah, I would say you know sitting here looking at it, I I made my I made my mark right under UCO there in fourth place. I think we have a I think we have a four team dog race to the end here. You know, depending on what comes up 
OU and UCO play here in a couple weeks. Um, so how, depending on what happens at those two games, do you have a do you have a three dog race or do you have a four dog race here for the for the title? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, that, it's it it that that one game really kind of turned it around. I think, um, and, and it turned it from a from what looked like it was going to be a blowout into a into a as you say a dog race. Yeah, it's going to be a dog race here. I like it. Yeah. All right. The, uh, well, it's that uh, it's that special time of the week. Andrew, are you ready? It's your three stars of the week. Andrew's three stars. I can hardly wait. I can hardly wait too. I hope you hope we're not springing this on you. Did you remember to do it this time? You know what? I've got my chicken scratch here on my notepad. Let me see if I can figure out what I've got here. All right. So number three. But number three, the University of Oklahoma. Of course. The gold. <laughs> of course. I just, I just, I just did that just for you. Just the, to, uh, the just, University. <laughs> Cue boomer just, sooner, just, right? Just, just to, just to stir the pot a little bit here. The, here, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> all right, go ahead. So no, here, I, let's, hey, let's start all over. Here's. Andrew's three stars of the week. Andrew, give us star number three. Number three, the University of Oklahoma goaltender, Phil Babb. He had a 94% save percentage on the weekend, going two and one. All right. All right. Number two. Number two. Number two from the University of Arizona. I am going Chris Westland. Really? He had, yeah, he had three goals and one assist on the weekend. And on Friday day, or on Friday night, he Friday day he had two goals, so he was he was instrumental in their in their win over Oklahoma. And then for my number one star of the week, number one, number one from Arizona State, I'm going Mr. Clayton Lackey, and he had two goals and three assists. Wow! On the weekend, yeah. So he Great. he had a nice little weekend there. Very nice. We're gonna. Now I'm going to throw out an honorable mention to Missouri State's Bailey Stevens for having a shutout on Friday night versus Colorado State. That was a 4 nothing shutout for him. Very nice. Very good. Very good. All right, so Bab at number three, Westland at number two, Lackey at number one. And honorable mention goes to Bailey Stevens. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I there you can't, can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, well, of course, since you did it, right? Yeah, I so, know. You're kind put of put together very, kind of put biased. together very wisely. Yeah, put together <laughs> very, very wisely. Very wisely. <laughs> <laughs> the rankings came out last week. Remember, we're um, still with the computer, so that's awesome. Um, ranking number six was released last Wednesday, and four WCHL teams were in the top twenty-five. Arizona was number seven. And this was, remember, this was before the games that we just got through jibber-jabbering about. So Arizona was number seven. Uh, Central Oklahoma was number 12. Um, Arizona State was number 15. And Oklahoma was number 18. So that's um, that's how it was uh, going into the weekend. Then we played all those games. My memory, I, I always say that if my memory serves. Missouri State, Colorado, and Colorado State were not ranked. Their, Colorado State was, I mean, uh, Missouri State was somewhere in the low 30s. Colorado State was somewhere in the high 20s, 26, 27. Uh, Colorado yeah. was like high 40s, something like that. Um, yeah, 49 so, is what rings a bell in my mind. Yeah, so they weren't they weren't in the top 25. So we had uh, this was again before the games that we that we just got through talking about because um, the rankings are issued every Wednesday. Um, so we had Arizona seven, Central Oklahoma twelve, Arizona State fifteen, Oklahoma eighteen. Now we're going to have some rankings issued on um, Wednesday, November thirteenth, which will be tomorrow. Uh, since we're recording this on Tuesday night, and we're expecting those rankings to get um, shaped up, uh, shaken up a little bit, um, and we're expecting uh, some some big movement from uh, some Western Collegiate League teams. Arizona's going to mm-hmm. stay number seven. Uh, Andrews Oklahoma Sooners will move up quite a bit to number ten. 
Um, Arizona State will also move up quite a bit to number 13, and Central Oklahoma will be 14. Again, these are very unofficial, and they're more guesstimates on on my end than anything. Uh, but they come courtesy of uh, our friend the Wizard, All Hat No Cape, uh, from uh, the Ohio uh, region. Uh, Missouri State will uh, be tied for 26th. I think if you count the tiebreakers, it will end up being like 27th. Um, Colorado State will be in there at 30th. And Colorado, even though they didn't play on the weekend, they'll be 48th. Actually, they'll be tied for 48th. They'll end up being 49th, tied with Oswego State from some some terrible conference. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whoops. And and you and you have heard the truth here. No. Yeah, that, that that probably explains an awful lot as why I'm no longer uh, helping out a lot with the, with the ACHA, at least the higher ups. Huh? <laughs> People didn't like yeah, a little bit of reality. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, you have to be too prim and proper, and that's not us, right? It's definitely not me, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on there, Andrew. We're going to come back. We've got some uh, thoughts, and uh, I don't know if I have any gritches or gripes, but let's let's hear a little goal horn and chance the rapper, and then we'll come back and get some final thoughts from you. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a deal to me. Uh, But, hey, as they say in hockey... Let's do that hockey. I just like hearing that again. I'm sorry, yeah, Andrew. I just I, I would sit here if you were to let me. I would sit here and play with these buttons all the time. <laughs> for every little thing, have a little button for it. That's right. You know, hey, pizza's ready, coming out of the oven. Yeah, all right, hey. woohoo! <laughs> you know, hey, look at this. I just, uh, you know, I, I I just went out to the mailbox and got the mail. Woohoo! You know, I would just, you know. Oh my goodness! I would just have so much fun. He and he only has eight pages of these sounds, people, to go through. So we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be battered with these things for a couple of weeks here until he gets through all of them. Here we go. Yeah, here here we go. Uh, Andrew's looking for responses uh, to his latest uh, m- musings on the WCHL podcast. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to chime in there. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, nobody. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. All right. Yeah, see? Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> all right, Andrew. So and that, ladies and gentlemen, is page one of all of the sounds. <laughs> We're just going to, let's just play, let's be the sound effects podcast. Uh, <laughs> we'll just have fun. We're not going to talk hockey. Uh, all right. Well, Andrew, yeah. I don't really have any gritches or gripes. I just want to know, did you have a chance to listen to uh, Bronson Moore and or Austin Palumbo? I haven't got a chance to listen to Mr. Palumbo yet, but I did go back and listen to Bronson Moore, and yeah. kudos to him. He's a very well-spoken um, young man, and uh, tell he's a very smart person. And uh, yeah, I thought he did a great job on the podcast with us the other night. <laughs> you're you're only li- you don't listen to that one because you were on it. The you didn't listen to Austin, me and Austin talk because you weren't on it. This is you being pouty and and kind of oh, uh, but- objecting, isn't it? Oh, I've been a very busy individual the past couple of days. Yeah. So. Hanging up Christmas yeah. lights, I'm sure. Oh, those babies are burning nice and bright tonight as I'm sitting here in the office looking out my window at them. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's way too early for Christmas stuff. They, uh, nah, they're, they're turned off after, after, my, after my wife and daughter yelled at me about me having them on the other night after I hung them so I could see what they looked like. Yeah. They they yelled at me when I came. We came back from dinner, and I had set the timers to turn them on. And we pull up, and here is our house <laughs> emblazed in Christmas lights. And they're both yelling at me. It's too early for Christmas lights. <laughs> there you go. God bless those two girls. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. 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 Well, they're. I I had I had occasion to. Uh, uh, well, how about this? Let's to to put a button on on the uh, the the two podcasts. Um, I, we greatly appreciate, um, both Bronson and Austin being on the, on the WCHL podcast. I look forward to having more, uh, more student athletes on and, um, uh, you know, please just, uh, there was one particular guy who helps us out with the rankings who was uh, objecting. He's an Arizona fan and he just was aghast that the first two guys <laughs> were from Arizona state. 
and he thinks you know that that I'm having a a, a Chuck Woolery love connection with the Arizona State Sun Devils right now. <laughs> so I'm being unfairly accused uh, on two on two separate um, uh, fronts. First one being that I I hate everything Oklahoma, and the second one being I love everything Arizona State. So uh, I try to play it you know fastball straight down the middle, but um, apparently uh, you know so some people are perceiving some bias. Oh, I think I think the Oklahoma they get nothing but the screwball from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't that's think the so. rumor. I'm, that's the rumor I'm spreading anyway. <laughs> yes, that is the rumor you're spreading. Thank you very much. That's that's the grief I'm getting. Oh, yeah, you know, boy. just you know me to, to keep the pot stirred. That's all I'm here for. Well, um, uh, I had a chance, as I said earlier today in my regular job, I had to uh, appear down in. Uh, uh, Dallas America for uh, for to to appear before uh, some kind folks at the federal government um, at the immigration court and on the way down there, Andrew, I stopped at my favorite place in all the world, Bucky's. I was gonna say it has to, if you're going that way, it's got to be a Bucky's. Hey, you know what? If it's um, in in this is going to be for only folks that are familiar with the Texas area, um, or even just heading south. I I go to uh, Bucky's like it's uh, like religion, and I'm you know heck I'm drawn to most any convenience store because if there's soda and candy in there, I'm I'm like a moth to the flame, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you you've, in, you've, yeah. you've seen me, yeah. I'm if it's <laughs> if it's with corn syrup, I'm in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, boy, it went to Bucky's. They opened up a new Bucky's uh, just north of the Dallas area in Denton, Texas. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I was so happy, but. The one thing, Andrew, that I was greatly disappointed in, they too had all their Christmas junk out. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's November. The, uh, we haven't even got to Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. And any, yeah. And if any, and if anybody, if you're not familiar with Bucky's, it's basically a convenience store gas station on super steroids. Yeah, it's like a it's like a miniature Walmart. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, one side is all convenience store. The other side is... It's not a Cracker Barrel, um, but it's but, it, it's like a Cracker but, Barrel full of goodness. Yeah, yeah, pretty much a Cracker Barrel would be a pretty good description for it, though, on you the know, other that, side. That store at the Cracker Barrel, that's for old folks, right? That's for your mom and your dad, <laughs> right? Your grandma, your grandpa. They go in there and they say, oh, look at this. Look at this candy from 1940. Um, oh, look at this. I haven't had this this soda since you know World War II. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> And I and I apologize now to all of our listeners for for Mr. Perry for degrading Cracker Barrel for anybody that loves to eat there. I I apologize now for him. <laughs> I got, a, got a funny story. My 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 lovely wife here. You 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 talk about your wife and your daughter a lot. My lovely wife uh, puts up with me way way more than she should. I mean, poor poor girl is a saint. Um, yeah. When she goes, her dad um, loves to go. You know, they, they they meet up for dinner, and every single time it is at the Cracker Barrel. And I'm like, well, you can go to the Outback. You can go to any number of Mexican restaurants. You can go to any number of restaurants that are here in, in the area. They choose to go to the Cracker Barrel. I do not get it. <laughs> and I'm not knocking the Cracker Barrel. I mean, uh, a crack uh, bar- Cracker Barrel breakfast is the best. That's uh, all right. I'd... I'd, I'd probably prefer to have my toenails ripped off but you know teach their own <laughs> oh, now who's bagging them <laughs> anyway so, so 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 yes the bucky's is a half half convenience store and it's not a convenience store it's like a convenience mega store yeah it's they're pretty good size yeah and then the, the i would say the other half is like um a knickknack joint but it's not old stuff cracker barrel knickknacks it's like um i don't know uh it's it's semi-decent stuff um, and then the other half of the stuff there is like hunting and, you know, junk like fire pits. You know, if you need yeah, a deer so, corn feeder, you got it there at the Bucky's convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. No, Anyways. I've never, I've never been in one. No. No, never been in one. Come on. No, never been in one. Andrew, I'm holding in my hands a Bucky's box of animal crackers. They're called Beaver Buddies. Bucky's the the mascot for 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 Bucky's. If you haven't seen it, is a beaver. It's a bucktooth beaver, and it's Bucky's B U C E E S. 
Um, yeah, I've got a, a Beaver Buddies. They have uh, sugar corn pops that are called Beaver Nuggets. Um, everything in there is Bucky's branded. I mean, if they could make Bucky's ice cream, they would. They sell. Um, this is the, probably the most disgusting thing, and I haven't had one yet. But the the keyword is yet. Um, they have breakfast brisket breakfast burritos. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, I, I'd take Cracker Barrel breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of it, it, it sounds like one of those tornadoes or taquitos that comes oh. off the roller at Seven Eleven or oh. at Circle K or something. Yeah. But when yeah. you look at it and when you walk into the place and you smell it, oh, it's like heaven. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, well, I have to get you down there. The, the only way, the only way I rate my uh, convenience stores, like when I'm out on the road and when I was traveling with the team and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. if a if a convenience store has chicka sticks. Oh, oh, oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> if, if, if they if they carry chicka sticks, it's a good stop. If oh. they don't, I I I keep on going. Oh, I tell you, the the real thing that Bucky's has going for it is extra double clean bathrooms. And I'm not saying I want to go in there and have a picnic or anything, but uh, they advertise on their, uh, they advertise on, this is going to be sad. They advertise on their, on the billboards on the highway. It says porcelain paradise, 10 miles ahead. (laughs) And it's the truth. You walk in there and you're like, wow, this is gigantic. This is nice and clean. So anyways, uh, you know, Get to go down to Dallas and uh, have some had, had some good food at uh, got some Papa Do's in my tummy and uh, hit Bucky's on the way home and swung by the Comerica Center in Frisco to uh, make sure that all was well and preparations were still underway for us to have a great nationals event in uh, March of next year. So it was uh, it was a it was a productive trip head uh, down there. So that was good. Yeah, I saw I saw that you had stopped by the Comerica Center and I. And I saw that whoever runs, what is it, the oh uh, ice ice time Southwest or whatever that. Uh, let me look here and see. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Ice time Southwest. It's a uh, ice time Southwest. Yeah, yep. ice time hockey Southwest. Yeah, yeah. They guaranteed that uh, the University of Arizona, Arizona State, and UNLV were all going to be there. So yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about yeah? I saw that this evening. I was like, oh, interesting. It's good to know that there's uh, people out there that actually pay attention to the Twitter account. So that was kind of nice. I, would, I was gonna I was gonna log in with the OU Twitter and and reply that we would be there also, but I know the Western Collegiate League has the OU account on block, so I didn't figure I'd waste my time. So, <laughs> uh, you're too much. You're too much. <laughs> you know what? I do have to give uh, a hard time to the OU account. Because, um, you know, this past Monday was Veterans Day, and they were still trying to advertise those god-awful oh. uh, military jerseys that they wore last year that just looked, um, uh, I mean, it just looked like an absolute graphic mess. Um, Graphics vomit. Oh, you hey, you said it, not me. I was so grateful <laughs> that um, they did not wear those again this year. Um, it went. Yeah. You know what, they, they went for a great cause. And what they were doing there. Yep. Yep. But you know, I I was shaking my head because they were the only account that I saw on Twitter the entire day that said Happy Veterans Day. And oh, by the way, we have something for you to buy. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, like, come on, guys, let's get this together. Yeah. But it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, well, that's all the gritches I have. Wait, you know, I got one more gritch, and it's just, uh, it, 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 those weren't even gritches, other than yeah. I can't believe you didn't go to Bucky's. I, I Something that happened to me that uh, in, in personal life, I really hate it when people um, uh, get your uh, account number and try to put unauthorized charges on your, on your account. That's no yes. fun, and it's a terrible inconvenience, but uh, props to the good folks at uh, my banking institution for catching it and helping and uh making quick work of it so there you go that's my gritch for the day i hate i hate identity thieves yeah yeah they're no good no bueno so they are no good all right any gritches or or any uh moans and groans from andrew this week uh no moans and groans from me all right uh, yeah i got i got nothing here i'm well let's look ahead to the easy (laughs) pretty easy let's look ahead to the week ahead 
Um, we have one set of WCHO games in the books, but or, or, or on the books. But before that, we have Lindenwood University, who will be number two in the nation. They're coming down to play Central Oklahoma on Friday and Saturday. Do you care, Andrew, to make any predictions on Lindenwood at UCO? I am going to say Lindenwood and UCO is going to split the weekend. They split up in St. Louis, so this yeah. should be uh, that should be a good little series. Kinda. Yeah, I think if you go back even to end of last season, I was trying to think of it earlier when I was going through this. I think even going to last year, I think they even split all four games um, nope. last year, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 they split. Um, no. No, Lindenwood took the two games up there, but uh, UCO gave them their first loss um, of that's the season. Right, that's right, yeah. And um, and then Lindenwood came back the next day and just absolutely obliterated them like eight just, or nine to one. Just pounded them. Yeah, just pounded them. But you're saying, but th- that was last year. You're saying this year, Lindenwood and UCO are going to split at the Bronco Barn this weekend. I think they are. I think they are. All they, right. Uh, I don't. I don't see. Uh, I don't see Alex Henry. Letting his team go on too much of a slide here, so I think he I think he steals one for him this weekend from Lindenwood. I wouldn't be surprised if he steals both of them, but uh, yeah, he, he can he's, do it. He's a hell of a goaltender. He he could do it. Yep. We have uh, Midland from the new conference in the ACHA Midwest Midwest College Hockey. Um, their commissioner, he that guy from the from the MCH, he is a dolt and a half. That commissioner, <laughs> there's no doubt. What a loser! Um, <laughs> Midland is coming down to play your Oklahoma Sooners, and that's a Saturday Sunday affair. Both of those games will be only available on pay per view, so nobody will get to watch them um, unless you're there live and in person. Uh, Andrew, do you have any predictions on Midland at Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma is going to take both of them from Midland. Whoa. I'm going to have to get on the horn with the Midland coach Mm -hmm. and let him know. Midland in the computer ranking is ranked number 40. Oklahoma, as we said before, will be number 10 in the new computer ranking, we believe. Um, And you're going to say that Oklahoma is going to take some from Midland. I think they're going to take them. Yep. All right. All right. I will just say this i'm I'm not going to disagree with you i have to uh this is the wchl podcast and uh so you got to root for the wchl teams right that's right i will our own guys i just will point out that in years past oklahoma does have a tendency to play down to the level of its opponent and it can also play up to the level of its opponent um so uh, i'll just leave that there yep there yep there there's there's you're not lying there all right, um, Jamestown is going to have a WCHL weekend. Um, Jamestown is going to be ranked number nine uh, in this upcoming computer ranking. They're going to Colorado State on Thursday, and then they're going to go to uh, Colorado on Friday and Saturday. And Colorado State is what? Well, they're going to be 30. Colorado is 48. So number nine at 30, and then nine at 48, nine at 48. What do you got for me? Jamestown at CSU, Jamestown at Colorado, Colorado. The, uh, the WCHL commissioner is not going to like this, but I think Jamestown is going to go 3-0 and on the weekend. Yeah, I think Colorado is going to be up against it, especially since they didn't, you know, their last game was when the Oklahomas were up there about three weeks ago. Yeah, so two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Colorado is going to be, uh, yeah, two weeks ago, that's right. Colorado is going to be... Um, you know, they, they're going to need some games, and yep. uh, now CSU they might steal a game there with uh, with they might steal the game with Joe Morgan. Uh, they could, so, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. He, we'll see. He's capable of doing it. They got to find some offense. Well, and you know what they've they've got some uh, they've got this kid Marcosini, I think is his name. I'm I'm going to have to. They, yeah, they got they got the guys back there. I don't know what's going on. They've got uh, so Colorado State. If I'm looking at it right, they've scored three goals in the past four games. Yeah. With uh yeah, so yeah, it's they need to find some offense or, or figure it out something. They've got some to, uh, Yeah, I'm looking at here. Nicholas Marco Marconcini. Ma, there's a Mostrandrea, Vincent Mostrandrea, and then Michael Warner. That's the one who I was trying to think of. Michael Warner. He's been injured. Um but uh Warner I think can put the puck in the net if he's playing the game, so uh, 
we'll say, yeah, they got to find some, uh, got to find some scoring, but they have a chance to take uh, Jamestown down. And hey, Colorado, you know that's why they play the game. They're going to have to. Uh, I hope they can put it together. Yeah. It'd be nice for them to get a couple yeah. of more wins. Um, so, and then we get to the WCHL uh, uh, matchup of the week. Arizona State travels to Spring Vegas to take on the Missouri State Ice Bears at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. It will be Military Appreciation Weekend. Uh, up there at the Ice Bears Palace. So uh, go ahead and lay some lay some predictions on us there, Andrew. Mo State versus Arizona State in Springfield. You know what? I'm gonna I've got to take Arizona State for two on these. Really? Oh my goodness! I think I think I do. Wow! Well, that the people that we're gonna lose listeners, Andrew. We are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we you know, are. Like twelve of our thirteen listeners are from Missouri State, and you just predicted <laughs> that they're gonna get swept. That's no bueno. Yeah, you know, I think, I think um, Arizona State's coming in hot. They had a, they're coming off a good weekend with the Oklahomas, and uh, yeah, I think momentum's gonna keep rolling on their side. I think they're gonna take two of them. Well, fair warning to the people in Springfield, I uh, will be in attendance. So uh, heading up there this weekend to uh, catch the both games, and I look forward to seeing some good friends. look forward to seeing uh, Stan Melton, and um, uh, hopefully I'll get to run into Kurt Bussin again. But uh, more importantly, get to see uh, Jeremy Law, Ryan Armstrong, and Steve Casson, and uh, get to see uh, uh, Rhonda Ashlock. Boy, some just... You name it. There's a lot of good folks up there at Missouri State. They put on a heck of a show, so I'm yeah, looking they, forward to getting up there. They do a good there. job up there. Yeah, they do a great job up there. So uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, hopefully, it'll be another good time. All right, Andrew. So you've got Missouri State getting swept by Arizona State. The Arizona State guys. Once again, we're going to get accused of excess loved Arizona State on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homerism, right? Yeah. UCO splitting with Lindenwood, Oklahoma. You said sweeping Midland, and then yep. Jamestown sweeping the two Colorados. Yep. And then is Western Michigan? Are they still headed to Arizona, or did that trip get canceled? Uh oh oh hey there no you're right I didn't have that down Western Michigan at Arizona thank you for reminding me. Uh, yeah I didn't know if that one got canceled or nope. if it was still on. It's still but on. If the games, if they are still on, I am taking Arizona for two here. You know, I, I forgot about that, and I didn't have it written down on my on my little uh, comprehensive cheat sheet. Um, Western Michigan, uh, in years past, has a tendency to punk out on um, on uh, road trips. They they bailed on a they tried to bail on a trip to Central Oklahoma. They ended up bailing on uh, a trip to Ohio instead that year. Um, this year, to their credit, they've traveled to some places. And yeah, they've already been to uh, Colorado State. That's where the coach waved the uh, flag of surrender. The yeah, the white flag. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about that. They've also been to uh, Northern Illinois, up in uh, suburban Chicago, where they had a uh, a couple of tilts. I mean, it was as the commissioner for that from the that MCH conference as well. I've I've seen the score sheets for that, and both of those games were uh, uh, they were they were. There were lots of penalties in both those games. So Western <laughs> Western Michigan, um, not an awful lot of talent, but they work hard. Those kids are basically just uh, muscles on skates, and they, um, I mean, they're going to be they're 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 ranked thirty third by the computer. So they're not going to be any uh, uh, laydowns. Yeah, you yeah know? they're not going to be a slouch. But yeah, I think uh, you know, he's. Uh, and even we could even say uh, Bivolchek, they're both stingy in the net back there for Arizona. So yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be a, a contrast of styles because Arizona is going to want to skate and use their speed and their skill, whereas Western Michigan yeah, is going to want to yeah, Western Michigan is going to want to beat them up and be physical and slow yeah, and plodding. Yeah, clog it up and clog the middles up and all that. And yeah, I think uh, I think the I think the goaltenders, especially led by Churro back there, they're they're solid. So I don't I don't see them wavering off of that. So I think I think they'll take two of them here. My guess is that the Western Michigan boys from Kalamazoo will be so happy to be in the sun in seventy <laughs> they degrees. They don't care about hockey. They're not going to give a rip about hockey. They're going to be out sunbathing and being in the uh, swimming pool and having a great time, and uh, being right. away from Kalamazoo for a couple of days. 
So. Oh, what an awful place, Kalamazoo. Can you imagine? Oof. Imagine putting that on your birth certificate. Where are you born? Kalamazoo. Imagine going to imagine going <laughs> to, you know, somewhere looking for a job. Where were you born? Kalamazoo. Oh, excuse you. Gesundheit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, excuse you. Jeez. All right. Hey, whatever. So we don't if, if anybody's listening and they come from Kalamazoo, we apologize. We've never been to yeah. the place. Don't ever want to go there. I'm sure it's nice, but uh, we'll take your word for it. <laughs> we'll take your word for it. Send pictures. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't send pictures. <laughs> so, all right, Andrew, anything else? Anything else? Uh, any nuggets? We've we've blathered on more than enough. Yes, we have. I, I am not going to bludgeon the uh, the listeners anymore with our nonsense. I promise to our good friend, the one complainer about the Arizona State love, that I will not interview any Arizona State uh, players while I'm up in Springfield. Um, I know I'll talk to them, but I won't put them on the podcast. How about that? So let's try to let's try to get some other uh, players. Andrew, you might know one of those Oklahoma players or two since you shake your pom poms for them all the time. Let's try to get some yeah, of those guys on. Yeah, I got, I got some of those knuckleheads we can line up here. There you go. There you go. You can fly solo and ask them all the Homer questions since since I since I <laughs> yeah. apparently hate everybody. <laughs> well, that's just the rumor I'm spreading. It's the rumor the coach spreads. God. What a what a pain he is. So I love that I love that little kid, but man, what a pain. Oh uh, gosh. And he's he'll listen to this and he'll go, What are you talking about, Perry? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he listens. He he's a religious listener. Uh he he's one he's one of those lurker listeners. He doesn't want you to know he listens, but he listens. Oh yeah. Oh he he listens though, let me tell you. <laughs> well, send a special shout out to him and let's get out of here. Uh we appreciate everybody um uh listening to the WCHL podcast. Follow the Western Collegiate League on Twitter at Western CHL. It's also on Facebook, but we don't really update that page anymore because it's Facebook. And um, what else? WesternCHL.com for the webs. I even updated the standings. You'd be proud of me, Andrew. I know. Couldn't believe it. I usually Mm. keep everything on Twitter, but I had to put it on the website too, so... You're really really setting the bar here. I'm telling you what, man. Cutting like a diamond. Yeah. (laughs) All righty, big man. Get us out of here. All right. Everybody have a good week. Everybody have a safe week. Safe travels to all the teams going back and forth. And we will catch you on the flip side.